Hello. Hello, hello, hello. So, uh, hello. Are we on now? Yeah, we're live, we're live, we're live. We're, live. we're recording. So, and Have I, you spit that chewing gum out yet? No. Do it. I do that well. While I'll I, save it. Uh, we, uh, we come to you from Glasgow, which is in the centre of the world stage at the moment. It's quite weird. It uh, is. Why? Uh, what do you mean? Well, because of the COP26, you know. What's, what's COP26? Oh, oh, here he goes. He's go. going to be objectionable. Yeah, I know, today. I know. It's not even Ten seconds. 25 seconds we're in. So, yeah, so, yeah, it's a bit weird. It's a bit kind of mm. crazy in Glasgow. There's lots of famous people doing the do. Greta. Greta's in. Leo Barack Di- Obama. Leo uh, DiCaprio was yep. in Mary Hill. Matt Damon. We don't know where Matt Damon was. Is Matt Damon in? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Right. He was yeah. Matt Damon. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so no, it's, it's we quite. We are in the centre. It is, although it is. I mean, there are there are places of madness, aren't there? But the town is actually very quiet yes. because everyone has stayed away. Full of police, though. Oh yeah, Hoching. Well, and that's been our new favourite game this week: is spot where the police are from. Yeah. It was Norfolk and what was it yeah, Norfolk, it was Norfolk and something? Yes. York, West so Yorkshire. What are the red and white and blue hats all about? Oh well, I know this, and I can't remember. I've seen them wearing all different flat caps. Well, diff- it's not flat caps, baseball caps with different colours. Different colours because it's different ranks. So is it's it? your chief inspector, your sergeant. What's your, red? I think red is maybe sergeant. I'll get in trouble by my friends who are in the police. It's but that's a Met Police or don't, maybe sergeant. Listen, that's yeah, that's yeah. Uh, English What's police. White? That's not Scottish police. Oh, of course, we've got different police, do we? Different yeah. ranks. Oh yeah, we yeah. don't. No, well, we don't have we don't we have different uniforms. They don't have they don't have coloured hats in Scotland. That's English police that work. Oh, there you are. I asked a policeman in Hyde Park when I passed one a few months ago. <laughs> And he told me, and I can't remember what the difference were, but that's why. No, it was not. Anyway. Anyway, but that's Did, why. But that is a good game of where the police are from. There's, so it's, it's a bit of an interesting time, but it's also... Did you hear they'd announced that um, the next climate summit is taking place <clears throat> in uh, Los Angeles in America? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't yeah, know that. Apparently it's going to be known as Beverly Hills Cop. Play the music, Stuart. Welcome to the Good Roundup. Good is a brand consultancy based out in the UK and we get together and talk about brandy stuff and stuff that interests us and stuff that makes us go funny in our heat. I am joined as ever by Mr Chris Lumsden. Good afternoon. And Ms Julie Murdoch. Oh, you said Murdoch. <laughs> well, you know, I'm taking client feedback. <laughs> Today's topic is the subject of your most recent rage. No, not rage. I don't really think it's rage. I'm not. No, uh, no I don't think well, it's not, it wasn't really. What is it, Stuart? Well, what, what are we talking frustration about? Frustration or well, observation? It was an observation that kind of led to a, an article around the structure of creating your brand definition. And by structure, we mean, and this is where it kind of got a bit complicated and why we wrote it. So there's lots of things around brand that we've talked about, like you can have a brand essence and a brand vision, mm. a brand purpose. Don't get me started. We've even had brand promises. Brand promises, brand keys. Oh, don't get me started uh, on the onions. A brand onions. There's been a there's I mean the internet's best read article is about brand onions. Yeah, that's isn't very it? true. I'll put a link in there. I mean, everybody who's listened to this will probably read it, but I'll put a link in anyway. And there's just a lot of these kind of brand matrix. You know, there's a lot of things brand and something brand prefaces many many times. Yeah. And I think it's quite interesting when you're then... Cake? St- brand cake? There's probably a brand cake. I, I wouldn't surprise me at all. There's certainly ingredients of a brand. Mm. Yes, yes. Very well. Oh, that's a nice segue. But the interesting thing is when you actually then sits down as a 
professional consultancy like ourselves to sit down and kind of go, right, we are going to define your brand. Because there's all this stuff floating about, it makes it really hard to try and cut through that. And it's kind of, uh, it's always been interesting to me, given how important brand is to businesses, why there isn't like just a set criteria to say, right, the way that we're going to set out your brand is this, this, and this. And and instead, it's kind of, the first thing you've kind of got to do is set your own terms. Mm -hmm. You've got to kind of go, right, we are going to work with this structure. And as I kind of, as I kind of pointed out, maybe not in the article, but certainly in my thinking, if, if you were an accountant, you wouldn't make up your own terms for profit. I like this analogy. I think it's the best. But people way do make describe. up their own terms for profit. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, well, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I mean, nobody. You don't. Have, every law firm that you go to doesn't have different meanings of legal terms. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and so it means that you can transfer that information, which is key to your business, from one place mm. to another. So I mean, as I say here, you know, you, nobody has got a different way. You know, you're not saying, well, you're twenty five k in the fund money in the last orbital. You know that that doesn't mean you know it, you know you kind of somebody well, somewhere might be saying probably that. probably but it, it's it, it's all standardised for the benefit of transferring key information from one place to another so everybody understands it. And when it comes to brands, suddenly it's what's almost in vogue, and it, it's kind of when you're trying to position yourself as a, a brand in, in its entirety as a kind of fundamental part of the way that your business is valued and understood it's always struck me as a bit strange that there's not just set criteria about what things are called and and Mm. why that is and what the purpose of each of those things are i think it's interesting it goes back to a lot of the stuff we did at the beginning when we first started the firm about you know the dba design business association the the professionalization of design in, in the corporate world but i do i do think it's something where we will never solve in in this industry i mean these are you're talking about issues of sort of professional accreditation and you know and and regulation and that kind of stuff, which takes eons and you know light years to to actually bed in. And I I just think that what we do ends up it's it, no different really to the arts in that there's a large degree of sort of subjectivity in there and you know art, and, and it's not, so, those things aren't regulated in yeah, any way, are they? It's, no, yeah, but I, I just I think mean, it's there's a huge degree of subjectivity brought mm-hmm. to bear in all of these aspects, so you can't. In the same way as not everyone's going to like a certain piece of paint, you know, writing or in literature or, or you know, art, it's it's thrown in in that mix, isn't it? And you kind of that's I think what what plays to the kind of how what makes it so opaque and so challenging, really. Mm-hmm. But it's also what makes it exciting, right? You know, it's part of the the link between you know the the serious kind of understanding and research led and, and, and strategic kind of stuff that underpins what eventually is a creative articulation of that insight right and uh that, that i just think it's a challenge that, that that we'll never we'll never unscramble that we'll never solve that way back in the day when i was studying marketing at university it was one of the things that always restra- frustrated me about when it came to your tutors marking your homework and why i just chose to do joint honors with economics where you can present a theory you can or you can present an argument you can back it up with theory it can be completely wrong but as long as you have the theory to back up your argument it doesn't matter it's not subjective and from a tutor's point of view whereas marketing as a subjective study was so often subjective and opinion based i didn't like it at the time i didn't and i think i think that i don't think it is exciting 
and I think of it going back to the client, whereas if the client is deciding to go through an RFP or a pitch process and, and she gets three uh, brand consultancies coming in with slight Agreed. variant. And you're right. It you doesn't know, make it easy. No, no, no it, it, it kind of makes it. Yeah. So you're kind of going, so what we're going to do is, what is your vision? And that's the kind of thing is, well, what is a brand vision? I think part of the problem was that vision and mission sound the same and people get confused with that. And it's all but, those but, terminologies. But, no, that, you're right. I agree. But then the buyer beware is, look, find a firm that's got demonstrable, you know, experience and credibility that you've done it before and you've you've worked with other organizations that are at a level. And, and that you're, because in the same way as anyone can say, I'm an actor, but I'm not going to get selected. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not challenging Brad Pitt yeah. for the next role in Ocean's Eleven, am I? You know, you've got to, you've well, got to. Well, you say that. <laughs> you've, yeah. you've got to, you've got to have a body of work and point to a body of work to prove your credibility, right? You do, I think. But you've made the point before that often when you, I think you wrote an article recently about how to buy mm, mm, uh, yeah. design services or consultancy, and I think from a client and clients don't not well. Some clients will have been through the kind of brand definition or whatever evolution process a number of times in their career. Some some clients will never have done it. Not but, as many as us. So well, and that's kind of the point. So we do it. Yes, we do it all the time. But we talk about the challenge and why these can be challenging projects for clients to manage because you don't got 101 things that they do in the course of the day and kind of defining the foundations of your brand isn't something that is happens on a daily, weekly or yearly basis. So how do you then, if you, if what you when you're going through the process of trying to appoint a firm to work with you on a brand project and what you have are completely different approaches and responses at the foundational level, it's not, it doesn't, it's not making their decision any easier, is it? Like no, say, no, not at all. We, we, I don't know if it's true. This is your second point. I think there's the absence of sort of common terms, which is one thing. But then we, as a, a an industry ourselves, do not work to make that easier. In fact, mm. we exacerbate the problem. Totally. Right? You know, we yeah. we uh, we invent new terms for things that seem fairly certain because they don't sound cool enough. Yeah. Or they're not yeah. new enough. Yeah. Well, you and said it's whatever's you that said it's whatever's on insane. vogue. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the article was to define what we use and put it down as yeah. kind of this is this is our approach and this is why it's our approach and when i was writing it you know the fear i had when i was writing it down you know distilling all the work that we've done over the last five ten years you kind of go does this feel old-fashioned because mm. you know, essentially we use a brand pyramid and i can hear some i mean there's no cryptocurrency in that Stuart. well i mean it does, it I, mean. does I mean it is kind of well it's not got a who it's not all starting with you know it's not a who what and or why or whatever it is you know it's all this kind of thing where like you know it doesn't but it does work and the challenge is it's not about the so we we work with a vision mission values kind of pyramid and the challenge is that goes well, that sounds like a brand mission especially in the the days of where brand purpose is kind of the, which is another thing i'm writing about just now it goes oh, up and you tell well where's the purpose in that oh, and it gets very difficult because they will purpose is one thing start and, with why yeah and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff when actually you know the, the vision mission values when explained and when you explain it to clients they kind of go no that makes sense and that is also something that can be shared easily and explained easily across the organization yeah. which is again yeah. you know, too much jargon yeah I, com- yeah. yeah and i think that's what we're not particularly we, we don't really embrace jargon we're not embracing the the new just because but i i just feel for clients to sit there and go i mean we, there's agencies that go our trademark process and you go really but <clears throat> as human beings we are drawn to we have a complexity bias it's a thing you know we're more prone to believe and give credence to theories that seem more complicated than those that are simple because we believe that they've probably been more robustly you know because if we don't understand it then 
I think that's what lies at the heart good. of this. It must be good. And yeah. I remember I wrote an article about this, about the brand onion stuff, that when I first started in this space, I thought I wasn't experienced enough to understand all of this. Turns out it's just a lot of bullshit, most of it. And that, you know, the, the, the jargon is an example of how complexity bias affects the way we communicate, you know, and I think that's the, the, at the heart of this. So your point about, does this feel a bit old-fashioned? Actually, no, if we're, if we're simplifying this down into to buckets and we use straightforward, simple language, then that's a win as far as I'm concerned because yeah. this space needs simpl- simplification. Totally. And as you said, Julie, it, that desire for simplification actually works to our brand and our values. Mm. We're not looking across to somebody else to go, what are they doing and we should steal yeah. a bit of that. That's never been yeah. our way because I think it's, because we, we've done it so for so long that as soon as you start to go off that path, you suddenly, maybe not in that moment when you're actually creating that brand the foundations but two months later when you're trying to come up with the first campaign or trying to mm-hmm. make sure that something you can go well we're missing yeah that and, thing and you've, you've made the point before that if if these things are complex and they're over, you know or too long whether it's a customer journey piece or a brand definition piece it tends to reside mm. in a drawer yeah. doesn't it yeah. so it doesn't get used yeah. and they're not thinking about the usability of it so it, it's actually of no use yeah. the more complicated it is the less likely it is that it will be useful in the day-to-day operation of the business the less <laughs> the more likely it's going to live in a drawer and then which point what's the point in even having Correct, it yeah. you know if you don't have those kind of foundational things of what are we what do we want to be what do we stand for and are we going to get there that at its simplest level then what's yeah its value and so i think we our position on that is absolutely right the more we can simplify and not terrify oh, <laughs> the like that. people you know about about the, this process then the more useful and valuable it's going to be in the long term and yeah. i think as an industry and the agency sector is absolutely terrible for it we 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 do it to ourselves mm. yep and i think combined with that we often find even when you have as we do and we'll talk about it in a second a, a simple model clients often have their own way of doing this thing these things which are often quite complex and complete and when you so you then start to try and having to kind of bend your own way of doing it and kind of lose some of that simplicity in order to be able to fill in the right boxes of a client's brand key because there's a convention of the, the way that they do it within their own business and that can be a challenge as well i think particularly when you're working with global businesses who have multiple brands where they want to use the same framework do you know what i mean so you're engaged with one of those brands so you're you're not going to be you can't apply the same yeah to use a greta-ism it's brand blah 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 right very good that's it's a nice often, tie-in. it often is it's also the more so for example the brand key there's a lot of things in it and it's actually while it's quite a complicated thing to look at and you look at i can't i can't navigate it what I, why I understand that some clients like it and use it is that you can put a lot of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what it means is that you don't need to start sacrificing and then start putting. So with our model, it's hard because what you're trying to do is really distill the business into its essence, I suppose, the, the little diamond that's in the middle as opposed to going, you know what, we've got all this space and we can fill out eight parts yeah. of the key. We can yeah. put in a because we can. we can do it. And then everybody's happy. The ch- While we've got a simple process, that simplicity is sitting down with the stakeholders and going but what are you really you know and mm. people will start to go well we're innovative and we're this and well, that and how do you about, make it we've talked about sacrifice before haven't yeah. we? how important mm. a word that is in everything really but yep. 
in a strategic sense? What are you sacrificing? What is really at the heart? Mm. Yeah. I was reading an article the other day, in fact, well, in, in preparation for this pod, and it was talking you about Lego. For- Oh. <laughs> I was, but it was talking about Lego, and after, and they were talking to the uh, the CEO who bought the new or the not new now the CEO who came on board in two thousand and four after they'd were going a little bit tits up. Jurgen can't remember his surname, but anyway, and it wasn't so much of a mission, vision, values type stuff, but just at its sim, at, at its core, what is Lego as a brand? What does Lego as a brand stand for? And it was basically be highly recommended by children, create value for our business partners, and have creative and engaged employees. And he basically said, if we have those three things, we can't help but make a profit and it's really important for a brand to get the building blocks in place oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god oh. i can't believe i set that one up oh. that's certainly right but he, he also nice in simple, the same article, nice he, was all, he was also quoted yeah exactly nice and simple and the i think the interesting thing i thought another thing he was quoted as saying is that the battle is not won in the ceo's office which i think is probably the most Brilliant. important Brilliant. part because it's not it's that's the thing the it's like if it doesn't there. live yeah. Yeah, and if it doesn't if it doesn't influence decision making on a day to day basis, then and drive that drive those decisions and drive your behaviours and drive how your engagements, then it's what, it's what the fuck is the point in it? And it yep. can live in a drawer because no one's going to miss it. Inside out bias, we call that. And and, it, yeah. and, it, yeah. and we've seen that with with brand keys where they're kind of again the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Nobody's deciding to make a brand key out of badness. They think it's the right tool for the job, but then mm. suddenly, as soon as I say three months into the grand unveiling it's getting a wee bit mocked because you don't quite know what part of that eight point key should be guiding it does. you the more, in the next the more complicated and the more stuff in it the more yeah. it invites ridicule yeah. is my is my view yeah and again it, it, it looks impressive and it looks complex and it, you know when you're working within a complicated organization you're kind of going well this does because this is complicated, complicated. and we are complicated when actually the hard work and the legwork and what the, a lot of the work that we do is a lot of listening a lot of difficult questions to try and get that down as simple as possible. So that's the kind of framework that we like to work with and we think that works and we think that has longevity. It's That's the thing. It's also just the language we use. There are these sort of semantic barriers that go up that, that, that say this is a club that only I understand, and if you if you not if you don't understand these terms, you can't have the conversation with us. Yeah, and I think that's a marketing thing marketers marketers do that well i, th- I mean as as you know my past life was a, a light designer and there was certainly that kind of jargon in yeah. there where you you know you would shout down for a piece uh, a, a bit of the shows my age a bit of 106 for a one two three of course and I then mean, suddenly you, you go oh, oh, oh yeah. well you go oh that guy knows what he's doing because he's asked for a 106 for a one, two, which three. is probably just like could you give me that red a bayonet bulb can you get me a red plastic for this wee mm-hmm. light Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is, mm-hmm. you know. Get us a bulb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have dated myself by referring to a one, two, three. Okay. But, but yeah, so there is, you know, it's that jargon kind of implies cost and complexity yes. and everything else like that. And it, Which is the agencies, yeah. we need to do that. Yeah, we need to build that up, yeah. justify our fees. Yes. Whereas the complexity is actually getting to the point of simplicity. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, oh that's good. Let's just finish there. <laughs> and we're done. Drop the mic. Right. So that's that. So... Uh, is it worth just quickly running through? I think so. I think Without going into too much it. detail. No, I'm not going to go into Where do you start? You start at the top and you start with your vision. And your vision is basically what is your company here to do? And it should be it should be a bit of a stretch. It shouldn't be something that you'll be able to achieve. Uh, I think some charities will be, you know, their vision is to stamp out poverty. Now, they're good charities lend themselves to yeah they, yeah so and and it's trying to find something that's, that fits for you so i mean that that is something that is impossible to do but every day you're doing that is but when you make plastic grommets 
for part of an industrial manufacturing process, it's a different thing, isn't it? Yeah, but you can still find a, yeah, a you vision. Yeah, you can still find you know. it. Yeah, you, you just can. have to work it's, harder. Yeah. It's the yeah. Old, yeah, and it's the old NASA chat, isn't it? You know, every, the guy the, with the porter working to put a man on the moon. Mm. Well, he's not. He's sweeping up people's shit. That's the thing about a vision. It doesn't need to be the man in the moon. But there was a part at some point, and this is we. I actually have this conversation quite a lot with my husband, bizarrely, who has nothing to do with branding. He works for a bank, but when you're driving behind these vans where it's like, yes, uh, I know what you mean, Jim's drainage solutions, you know, and you're like somebody somewhere at some point when I'm going to set up that business, and they must have had some sort of purpose in mind. Do you know what I mean? Or you know, I'm not using. I don't mean brand purpose. I mean. Yeah. But the role, purpose of that organisation well, existing. That is the purpose. Yeah. That is the, <laughs> the purpose. The point of that organisation is Jim's going to come and he's going to clear your drains. Yeah. He's going to make whatever, sure you know. there's no so, floods. Exactly. So whatever you're, you know, whether it's making your little widgy gidgets for the bits that go on your shoelaces or Yeah, whatever. they perform a role which, to which you can scale up to a vision. Yeah. yeah. You've founded it for some reason in the first place. Yeah, and that's why in the article I use a plumber as an example. You know, so the so so the plumber's the plumber vision that we came up with was, was like no plumbing problem should ever become an emergency. Now that's on that can be unlikely, but that should be the aspiration that whenever they're involved, they're going to make sure that it's not going to be an emergency. Because some, some plumbing problem somewhere is always going yes. to become an emergency, yes. but as a vision for the organisation, yes. that's, that's what, what they're striving for, and hence your point about. That likelihood is that will never be achieved, but it's an aspiration. Yes, that we, that, that's what you're always pushing for. So that that's the vision. So that sits at the, at the top. top. That sits in your, at the top. And in a visual metaphor, that's at the top of a pyramid, yes. right? which, in, which is the, the focus. Yes, point, that's yeah. at the top. Now, the, the next question, which I know that you'll be asking yourself, is how do we achieve that how vision? How do we achieve that vision? Um, well, that's where your mission... Is that written anywhere? That, that's where your mission comes so in. So the second part is mission. And I yeah. have a problem with the word mission, but... Anyway, what what is your problem with the word mission? It sounds like vision. There's not much I can do. About no, I know. <laughs> I get confused with them, and people. I know people, people do. Around. People do. So there's around. a there's yes. a kind of semantic thing about. Them. Yes, and even when I when I've been writing things, I suddenly find myself swapping them. Yeah. Because the, I know, uh, and part of me wants to simplify it more to go, you know, what we do. Versus where we want to be. Yeah, thing, and I think know. that there's definitely scope for kind of doing yeah. that. And I think in a couple of a couple of jobs we have done that. We've I think kind it's of, a useful kind of thing to do. But, anyway. but, but from a framework point of view, I don't disagree with that. I would just like that on record. And that I want I that. Go, like party music, play the music no, because that's no. the first time. No, but I think it, your, your point about just just as a definition when we're talking through these things, I don't think it does any harm just as a bit of a descriptor to be see this is what your vision is, about, yeah. this is what your mission is. I don't think it makes any difference. I don't think it matters. No, they it sound doesn't. kind of the what same. You, you could call it a purpose and someone would still use a different definition. Yeah. and, and But basically the mission is how you're going to achieve that vision. So it, it kind of is an extension of the, if the vision is the top goal of what your company does every day it's kind of well how are we going to do that and and how did a good plumbing plumbing company so it's a description of what you do every day yeah so for example the good plumbing company would be every job we do is the chance to make a bad situation better for customers so they can get back to their lives as quickly as possible and and it's not grandiose a mission is i think the challenge with mission is that there's the moon mission and there's always that kind of highfalutin super aspirational Thing, but a mission can be pretty down to earth as long as it ties back to what you're doing. But every day you're trying, you know, it's every job we do is a chance to make a bad situation better for our customers. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with just using very ordinary oh. language to describe mm-hmm. that. Yeah, 
rather than, you know, full of, you know, adjectives and superlatives. Because that's where it goes wrong, Yeah, right? you don't have to... I mean, essentially, you want to make sure that you can say that. I mean, that's the good thing. The nice thing about our values is that you can very quickly just say, well, is it simple enough? You know, uh-huh. because that's part of values. And, and you can work that into a conversation when you have a problem or when you're trying or to... Or the transparency and yeah. honesty yeah. part. Yeah. Yes. Just being honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you do that. So the mission is then kind of putting that there, and it's just how you approach your your vision. So that's the mission statement, and that guides how you're going to be doing it. And it, it can be quite straightforward. Yeah. There's no need mm. to make it more, as you said, highfalutin than it needs to be. Yeah. And it just, it can, it does guide you, it kind of, guide, you know, for that kind of guide how you approach each job. How do you answer the phone? You know, it can the mission mm. can actually help a number of ways of going, well, does this kind of tie in? What tools do we use? All, all these kind of things. It can really help just kind of, it's definitely more day-to-day on, on what you're doing. And lastly, my favorite, because as I say in the article, I fucking love values. I think Ooh. values are, uh, values are, if vision's the thing that you're looking at year on year and mission is the thing you're doing month on month, month on month, values are what you're using day by day. Well, that's good. Mm. Because that's what is guiding you, how you behave, how you act. So one of the things that, that, that we talk about often, Stuart, is that a lot of these values that you read, you pick up any website and you look at it and it says, we live by, Integrity, professionalism, innovation, oh, innovation, or whatever. So, what 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 makes a good what a good value? What, talk about that. Well, Dan, we have I shall link to the podcast we've done about values because I fucking love them and we like to talk about them a lot because they really are. They are, I think making sure they're ownable because everybody. Oh, first of all, what what company isn't going to say that they're innovative? Although I would argue that's not a value, but you know, which, which one isn't kind of you know we, we are. Uh, what was the ones you mentioned? What were, professional. Yeah, we're professional. Integrity. Yeah, integrity yeah. 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 Integrity's I mean, always a favourite. Yeah, it's it? kind of, well, of course you It's are. a filler. Yeah, it is a filler. And it's kind of, go. Well, that doesn't differentiate <laughs> it's you from... calories. Yeah. Name, me a, name me a plumbing company that's going <laughs> to go dodgy. <laughs> we're going to be dodgy. Although I think that's important to talk here a little bit about the uniqueness thing, which we've talked about yes. in the past before. And, and we had this debate, I think, in an earlier podcast about our own values and whether they were differentiated and distinct enough being simplicity, honesty and love. And we don't need to talk about that for now, but I think... But they are. Well, they are. Well, I think in the point, you know, like we said, and we've had to challenge clients before, you spend a lot of time trying to find one word or one thing that makes you unique or yeah. differentiates you. In reality, it's a combination of things that come together that individually might not be that unique or that distinct, but are, like you say, are they are they ownable and are they different enough for anyone to care about yep. when you when they come together to create the foundations of your brand. Yep. Darren, our creative director, does a great technique um, of, of that, which is using two words rather than one. But it, but we always try and use support and copy mm-hmm. because, it, because it is sometimes it values. Yeah, but, yeah, values, values can be really hard to sum up in two words because when you say integrity, well, what do you mean? What, how is that integrity... Describe what it means to you. Yeah, and how does it help with the mission? Which is what we do with our values. Yeah. Mm. So when we're kind of tying that in together, it's there. So values to me are, are the thing that you're using every day to guide yourself. When, when you're coming up with a decision or a, a choice to make, you're mentally running through how, how do our values guide us because that helps us run the mission, which helps us 
achieve our vision. As a, a kind of polar opposite to, to there was the Wells, <laughs> so Wells Fargo example, and they talk about what's right for our customers and everything we do is one of their kind of principles. And then they came top of a report who, yeah, for thousands yeah. of their employees had set up basically the, fraudulent bank accounts yeah. so that they could get their commission and earn bigger bonuses, basically. Yeah, it's yeah, like, cool. that's probably, that somewhat flies in the face of, you know, yeah. being right for your customers and everything Which is why, you do. So not driving the everyday behaviours yeah, of employees. Which is why we were talking about that earlier, Stuart, about how it's most important that it lives internally first. One oh. of our clients, you were on a call this week, mm. and I think whether it was them or you, were just underscoring the fact that let's not worry about the customers at the moment. Let's make sure we're feeling it internally. Let's yeah. make sure that we live that. Because yeah. when, you when you get it right there, it's going to radiate out yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really important. It's not a, well, I mean, I think the, the interesting one of that has been the Aberdeen Standard rebrand to Aberdeen, where I think <laughs> Aberdeen. Aberdeen where, just, just take out the vowels. Yeah, which I think is a, a re, it was a renaming and a bit of a rebrand. And I think the interesting thing about that was like it was positioned to be kind of being a very technical, you know, we're a forward-thinking, innovative uh, company. My understanding was is that the the people that worked for this company didn't know it was happening. And there's all this grandstanding about we're going to be a technologically-led company, but they're all sitting there with HP laptops that can't connect to a server. Yeah, good. And I think that yeah. that's where on it's day very one... forward-thinking. Yeah. Doesn't you're, work. You're, you're so, now, I think you can go on a journey. I think you can say, look, this is an aspiration for the brand and mm -hmm. this is what we're going to be doing. But I think you've got the, the people you've got to persuade first aren't your investors no. or aren't your customers, but it's the people Start. internally because mm. do you believe this? Are they seeing the yeah, behaviours? yeah comes down to actions. You can talk as much as you want, but it does come down to actions. Yeah. Another thing about uh, values, I think, that we use frequently, or uh, they, they provide a basis or a foothold into content as well, don't they? So they're yep. quite tangible markers around, you know, that very abstract. I mean, we've written and talked about content, but they, 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 they give good guidance in that space. Yeah, because any content you've got to have has got to be, and we do it. I mean, when we are writing our content, we're going, well, it, it, we know it's going to be honest because we're not going to make shit up, but it's also kind of going, well, is this simple enough? Are we explaining this enough? And, yeah, and, is you it know, simple it, enough it, to yeah. be useful and yes. helpful? Yeah. And, 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 you know, and we hope there's a little sprinkling of love. And we, Well, we do that because yeah. this whole article is, and we've got a series of these carousels that were created on for social which boils basically the essence of your article down into like four slides yeah. and links to content on the blog. Yeah, so yeah, so we are yes. executing yeah, and yeah, living that's the, and that, Walking that's exactly the walk walking and yeah. walking. So, so I, I think it's, it's one Good. of these, I, I agree with you, I don't think it's ever going to be solved, but it doesn't stop my annoyance on it. And, and the but I article, just think that's a bigger opportunity for us. Yeah. If, it, if, if we were all working off the same hymn sheet, then... Oh, yeah, I, I just think it's also a big opportunity for potential clients who are kind of, there's a lot of scepticism around branding. Yeah, and right, I think, rightly. Yeah, and I think the I think it's these kind of things when you can't define your own solid terms one after another. That's where the, the kind of skepticism comes up. Well, and, especially now throwing stuff like sustainability in there as yeah. well. We talked about innovation. Yeah. These words that are kind of generic and meaningless at the same time. Um, it makes it harder for organizations because they're lo looking to fold these things in, but they don't know how to. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, and I think the the approach that we take is is simple. It's hard. But ultimately, the the work that you do at the beginning, all that hard work pays off years down the I, line. It's that I, yeah. kind of long-term outcomes that we're kind of trying to... I think you're right. To. And I think that's one of the reasons why you do employ a consultancy like us, which is it's not just having fun in the moment, coming up with these things, because that is what it is. And you can have some fun and you can come up with stuff. But are you coming up with the right stuff? And yeah. the, 
you know, when you work with a firm like us, what, what we know is we know what's, what, what that's going to mean five steps down the line, yeah. not just one. Yeah. And we, we know at that point whether the values that we're talking about using, whether they're going to be any good or not. Yeah. And that saves a lot of red faces as well when you have to recut it in six months' time because it didn't work. Yep. Yeah. You know? As Jeff Bezos says, build your strategy on things that won't change. Not look yes, at the things that won't absolutely. Change. I think that's yeah. as good a, a way to finish it, isn't it? Beautiful. That was right. good. Enjoyed that. Thank you all. Nice one. Bye. How to do brand definition. Love it.